Hello, and welcome to another episode of Drunk Logic on the Rocks, which is our, these are our shorter episodes. Um, I guess one of the limitations that we have found was, you know, we can't always record together. And so one of the limitations that we have is alcohol. Obviously, the whole, the central theme of this whole podcast is us drinking. And so I think that for On the Rocks, it's impractical for us to try and drink at the same time. So we have different drinks today. We're not trying anything new. These are the old, these are old, old drinks, mm. right? Oh, no, you are trying something new. So I, I've tried a different flavor. Okay, go So on. is this cider? Is this cider? Is it's a Copperberg cider? I'm a big fan of their, their work. Is, is it pink? I don't know. I'll tell you that in a second. But it is Copperberg mixed fruit, tropical, limited edition. Now I will open it. That sounds really good. That second one. So <laughs> yeah. I didn't I haven't checked the color yet. So but I have a tendency to have very colorful drinks. Let's have a look. No. Oh. No. It's more like a wine color. Yeah, it is. It is like a white wine color. Yeah. What color on the P chart do you reckon it is? I reckon that that is about a two. Well, I mean, you you brought it up. Um, you know, obviously, we talked about hydration a few weeks ago. How how have you been? How has your piss been? Not great. Really? Um, I think it goes from one extreme to the other. I've either had lots to drink, and it's, you know, one and two, or I've had nothing, and it's like pissing honey. So, yeah, I mean, I mean I've got to try and aim for the, the three and fours. Um, I think that's the gold standard. Um, but, yeah, no, how about you? I've been a lot more mindful of, of, of being more hydrated. Um, so, so I have to say that, that my pee is, is in the lighter category is certainly lighter than usual. Well um, it's usually like a, it's usually like a weird shade of black. So wow. <laughs> I'm, that wow. Dehi- I'm that dehydrated usually. Wow. Wow. So, so yeah, <laughs> you might want to see a doctor. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but I think that might be a problem. I am pissing tar. Um, yeah. So is that what so, the song is uh, about? Uh, is it painted black? You know, the Rolling yeah, the Stones song. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. I think so. It's about someone specifically about your piss. Severely dehydrated. Um, so so anyway, so, so you have a very hydrated looking colored um, piss piss colored cider. Uh, is it nice? Yes. Yeah, it's nice. I, I don't know whether we've reached the level of them just sticking various fruits like tropical and cider. I don't know if, whether it first is a winter month, so it's probably out of date. Uh, you know, it's, it's uh, I don't know whether pineapple that tends to lend itself to a cider. I think the berries do. Um, mind you, some of the um, old moot, I think that's how it's pronounced. They do some nice sort of kiwi and stuff, but it's nice, but it doesn't quite do it for me. In the politest sense, like it's good, good effort, but I just don't think I'm fancying a, a tropical cider at this present moment, but I will drink it. Under duress. I mean, and this is your second one in like 10 minutes. I've had a day. I've had a day. You have had a day. You have had a day. That's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I just have a bog standard glass, a massive bog standard glass. A fishbowl. <laughs> fishbowl. A fishbowl of, of red wine. I've also had a day. I've had a week. I've had a year. I've had a decade. So, so Yes. Shalom. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? So today I thought we would bring 
my passion for now it's going to sound very geeky saying it out loud i'm very mindful of this but i've got a real passion for football manager okay that's not what i was expecting you to say <laughs> no 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 um no and i know and, and i bring this up because uh, the new games come out again we're not sponsored by any means but it, it yeah, I, no, I've been out of... yeah we're definitely not sponsored by a football manager because i think we have like maybe 20 people are listening to this yeah yeah <laughs> we're however there. we're not there yet however it's probably a perfect time to bring up the fact we are wearing our own merch and I think we've <laughs> joked earlier that we actually had merch sort of in baskets and ordered before we even launched one episode. It was a very important part of our process. Yeah, <laughs> really important. So, so yeah, so we have the merch. Nobody else does. Um, we're basically, what, what's happening with the merch right now is that I am testing everything out to make sure that it is up to, you know, up to, up to Drunk Logic, Erica and Simon standards. Um, this t-shirt is very soft we're not sure about the printing quality. So this is kind of in the maybe pile. The zip hoodie is- types. The zip hoodie is awesome. The mug mm -hmm. is awesome. stellar. Uh, and so I'm waiting for a few other bits and pieces to come in and then we're gonna launch our, our uh, you know, our, our shop on the website. But it, oh, it's, it has to be quality stuff. It has to be quality stuff. Yeah, stuff that uh, we would wear ourselves. We've got very high standards in, well, in, yeah. in, in what mean, we wear. I mean, we essentially we're, we're putting together a, a merch like a store just for ourselves to buy shit. So so yeah yeah so yeah so we yeah. are we are representing the brand. Back on the sponsors, we're not sponsored. However, Football Manager. So I have lost months to it, if not years in the past. I've been out for a couple of seasons, you know, one thing or another. But the new game injury has... or what? Like, why were you out for <sighs> seasons? Having the headspace to get into that place again. You okay, know, I've what been kind, now what kind of headspace is required? Now, you know what? Actually, actually, I remember hearing this like a long time ago that there is like a dis disproportionate number of divorces that cite football manager as being like one of the main reasons people get divorced. Have you heard this? I haven't heard it. I, I have heard like anecdotes of like people like pretending to watch porn versus telling their, their, their partner they're playing football manager. Like, you know, when they get caught on the laptop, like, oh, oh it's just porn. Cause like football manager is, you know, you've heard about that. And um, I, I, do you know what? I, I'm into football manager that much. They made a documentary a couple of years ago and I bought tickets to go and see the documentary at the cinema. Like, it's, cause it's that cool. Um, anyway, so I haven't played it for a couple of years. Um, some but would argue it isn't changed. But you're ready to get back into the game. Well, it's more to do with dedicating the time it needs because I do things properly. You know, I start unemployed, no qualifications, similar to my real life now. And then I take a club, you know, like Barrytown, back to the, the greats. But I start unemployed too, so it's whoever I can get. So normally a Welsh league team. <laughs> and then my journey goes. But it takes a long time. I, I don't feel quite uh, as comfortable starting with a uh, established side. So, yeah, and, and I think... In the past, I've often talked to you on the way to work about my football manager exploits, and you've uh, appeased me very, very kindly. And uh, and uh, it's a good thing to talk about. And I thought it'd be cool to talk to you about it because I think, you know, I'm into gaming. You're not really. 
No, that, that, that whole thing. I think that this is where, like, I mean, I had, uh, like a NES when they came out mm-hmm. in 1985, um, you weren't born yet, but I was playing. Uh, I was playing Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt and all of those games. Um, so I had that, and then I sort of, I sort of grew out of it. Um, mm-hmm. But I was really into Nintendo for for you know until the Super Nintendo came out, and then I you think Duck Hunt. Was- did you yeah. have one of the headsets with the little crosshair on, and you could say shoot with a mouthpiece? And it would- no, no, it's just yeah. the, it's just the gun. But so I, had- I, I had. I had Nintendo, but it was like a hand-me-down Nintendo, so it well, must have been like well, ten yeah, years old. Well, yeah, because you weren't born when they came out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But to me, it was like, wow, this is amazing, and because it was an old Nintendo, someone who we had it off, probably one of our neighbors, had all like the paraphernalia, the add-ons, you know, like duck hunt thing, and yeah, it so, was cool. So you, ha- I never even heard, knew that there was this thing that you could like, you know, do that. Cool. I think it's probably in my dad's attic. My dad <gasps> is a bit of a hoarder. And he never used to throw away our toys. Whoa, so I've whoa, got a whoa, feeling. Whoa. However, my dad has is, is been for the last like 10 years of my life sorting the attic. But it did take a step back when my um, kid brother put his foot through the ceiling. <laughs> 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 and, but the, the funniest thing about that is, so he put his foot through the ceiling and my dad spent like you know, proper months like procrastinating over getting it fixed, got it fixed. And then directly below where his foot through at the ceiling was my mum and dad's room and my mum and dad were decorating. They ripped up the floors, put carpet down. And my dad then, when doing some work on the electrics, put his foot through almost you know, underneath, directly underneath where the first foot came through, his foot through the ceiling <laughs> and went into the front room. And to this day, there is still a piece of paper sellotaped over this the ceiling and my dad is still plotting how he's going to get it fixed and plastered <laughs> so every time you go over there it's just this paper flapping just like when wind catches it occasionally um because my dad put his foot through the ceiling no i've been to your i've been to your parents house and yeah. i don't recall you pointing this out i think it's still it's become part of the furniture <laughs> it's just there this paper ceiling <laughs> I'll take a photograph next time I'm over. It's fantastic. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, but yeah, no, if you're if you're um if your parents are hoarding some like vintage Nintendo, I think it's you know, it's your responsibility to go oh. and save it. Speaking of vintage stuff, see what look at what my dad found in the attic the other day. One sec. Better be good. Action man. Whoa, how old is that? Yeah, Look at that. <laughs> Look at that, dude. Oh. We got Space Man. Wow. Okay. Now, my dad, so th- these are stuff that I remember having as kids. And my dad's found them. And there's a bit of debate whether it's mine or my kid brother's. Um, but there's loads of cool stuff in here. And I swear there's like a streetcar and stuff like that. Whoa. Look at that. Look at that suave ass jacket. Yeah. Ski pack. Look at this. But also, you know. Camping and then, you know, obviously machine gun. Fuck so, yeah. Um, nunchuck, like some sort of nunchucky thing. Oh my gosh, yeah. look at this. But I know there's a lot more up there because mum would always have sort outs, try throwing our stuff away. Dad would just go through the bins and just get it out and save it for us. Right. Um, but my dad has got his action men from when he was a kid up there too and all his old dinky toys and stuff. So yeah, it's a bit of a lad's den. But every time I ask him to get me something, he never finds it. Well, we need... Such- 
we need to go into your parents' attic. Oh, you're not allowed because you'll put your foot through the ceiling. I've literally not been out of my dad's attic since Nathan put his foot through the ceiling. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> He's very right. precious over his uh, plastering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cool th- I'd say the cool thing is my, my, my dad lives in the same house his parents lived in, and my parents, his parents had the house from new. So anything in the attic is just my family. Wow. So when the day comes when I've got to tidy it all up, it'll be, you know, one half to go on Antiques Roadshow, the other half in the skip. Well, I mean, I have to say the historian in me is very, is intrigued. I, yeah. You know, I feel like I need to, I need to have a little, a little look around. Mm, again, I, I don't know whether. I'm going to negotiate, I'm going to have to negotiate with your dad. Yeah. I mean, best of luck with that. But yeah. Yeah. Treasure trove, honestly. That's a pretty awesome find. That's a pretty yeah. awesome find. I've only been asking for years because what I really want is the Batman stuff. So I reckon I've got a Bruce Wayne, um, Manch, Wayne Mansion up there with like this cool little t- door you turn, like Bruce Wayne turns into yeah. Batman. And then it's like a vat where the Joker took. Like, I swear that's up there. But again, we're struggling to find it. But when you look online, because I'm in, in, quite into buying like old toys, but if I've already got them, I don't want to buy them again. It goes, it's not, not loads of money, but enough for me not to want to buy it <laughs> off eBay. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Very cool. We digress a little bit from computer games there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that is what we're about. Yeah, that's def- that is definitely what we're about. Definitely what we're about. Um. So, so, so what it- was your favorite computer game growing up? Well, I have to say that I was, uh, I was, a, I mean, I was a big fan of Super Mario Brothers, like Super Mario Brothers, like that one, two, three um yeah I, I was a really I was a really big fan of those games now in recent years I did buy one of the mini NES consoles I've got like a mini Super Nintendo and I've got the mini Nintendo and so I plugged it in and I was super excited because it's like you know having a having a controller that has like two buttons and like a little directional pad like that's my speed and so I was very excited to play Super Mario Brothers so I start playing and I forgot like how fucking anxiety inducing I find I find the game because I like I'm sitting there playing and I'm like freaking out and I'm like are you friend or foe like those are actual words that came out of my mouth while wow. playing Super Mario Brothers are you friend or foe who the fuck says that I do but yeah I think so you would assume everyone's out to get you I felt well just in life just in life like I'm waiting for you to stab me in the back but um but but I would do it with the mushroom. I'd send one, you know, like some sort of like evil from the front plant pot and try and eat you or sharp yeah. bullet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, those but those underwater levels oh in Super Mario Brothers are always so hard. So hard. Yeah. Anyway, but so so yeah, so I was I was playing Super Mario Brothers. I was so excited to buy the, you know, to get this mini NES because they were really hard to come by. And then I played it and I was just like, oh my God, like my mental health can't, can't handle this. So nice. I, I had to stop. So it's just like sitting downstairs co- collecting dust. It's the Fantastic. saddest thing. It's the saddest thing. Now, now I'll be honest, like I never finished Super Mario Brothers, like the first one. Like I never completed the game. I've only completed one game in my whole life. And that was a PC version of it was like one of the it was like it was a star wars game and 
yeah and i i I mean it was like in like 2002 i think that i played this game and i sat there and i finished it it's the only game i've ever finished in my life wow okay so when so when we say that like i'm not a game a game person like i'm really not like i feel like that's kind of like i i feel like i'm missing out on quite a lot because i'm not um but yeah so anyway back to back to back to you and and your and your uh you know passionate guilty pleasure of a football manager what what yes. is so, what is, but what is so appealing about this game like why would men rather be caught watching like interesting fun porn than playing this game like i don't know i mean that's an anecdote i heard what how how uh, how 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 often that occurrence is, is is yet to be debated but i don't know it's something captivating about it like it's, it's just fun. It's weird to say, because by description, it's just a set of Excel sheets with data and you pick the data, you put it into a formation. And, but it's something about the captivation of football and, and it's, just, it's just a good laugh. But I am looking forward to um, starting up the new version. I've got, it pre- I've got it pre-ordered. I've got the beta version, better version, whatever. And I'm going to save it to the actual release beta. date. Beta. 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 Um, quarter beta. Um, and I am gonna give it a go, and I'll keep you posted on my on my updates. Oh, well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So what? Like, what other? So, I mean, was there anything else you wanted to say before I sort of go off into another thought about football manager? Well, I was got no, not football manager really. Just just that, like, it's awesome, um, and I can't wait to get back into it and it feature heavily in this Drunk Logic podcast. But when you were talking about your first games, it got me thinking about mine because I didn't get a PC till I was about sixteen. Um, because we just never had the money to get one. And when, when we got one, I remember my mum really struggling to like, use the mouse and the hand-eye coordination. Like She was like, oh, the mouse is not working. Ah! And like it would be like going all over the screen and, and like being a real computer-phobe. But my, one of my favourite games is Broken Sword. You ever, you ever played that? You, when I was, you gifted this to me. I can't remember what the occasion was. Oh, you know what? It was when I... It was when I was on my bereavement leave. You, uh, oh, it, no, no, it, and and that sounds weird, but it was really, really sweet. Um, what you what you did. Um, so yeah, so you did. You gifted me Broken Sword, and I started playing mm. it, and I really enjoyed it. And then sort of everything, you know, life sort of came back, and then yeah. it, it's I still have it, and I did okay. enjoy playing it. So yeah, good. Th- did good. you forget that you had given that to me? I did, but that 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 shouldn't be a surprise to you because my no. memory is appalling. It is pretty, pretty poor. I mean, yeah, it's pretty bad. I, I, I consider it like um, it's only got so much capacity. And then what happens is the older stuff gets sort of pushed out. You know, like a floppy disk from a few years ago. It's got a you know, really small capacity and, you know, it can only hold so much data. Yeah. And yeah. But it's kind of like, you know, like um, imagine a conveyor belt, like push, you know, like almost one of those stupid old computer games where you, you're pushing, you're getting pushed off a cliff, and you've got to try and get through. Or yeah, whatever, so. yeah. So that yeah, memory yeah. just in the bin, in the bin yeah. of your mind. Yeah. So yeah. How's that wine going? It's very nice. Um, what else would you consider a guilty pleasure? Um, my Tesco's chocolate bars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are definitely got- those are definitely a guilty a guilty pleasure. Um, Tesco's do uh, at the moment for club card holders a, a three chocolate bar for one pound twenty deal, and you can really mix it up. 
Um, my, my favorite go-to is, uh, I always go for two of the same, which are the Whisper Standard, the Marvelous Creations, Popping Candy, Jelly Bean, and, and I guess Smarty or whatever it's called. And then the third is kind of a wild card. So sometimes I go for like a like orange twirl, a mintero, um, the um, raisin whisper, biscuit, Yorkie. Whisper gold. Whisper gold. And quite often, you know, I say quite often, rarely, <laughs> got to be careful who listens to this, I um, will gobble them all up in my car ride home. Uh, That's my little fit. Oh, so, so that happens rarely. Rarely, rarely. Very yeah. rarely you gobble them up in about... I don't know, 90 seconds flat. Well, it, it, the world has seen a quickly out your banana, and I would say it's probably not too dissimilar to me downing a chocolate bar. Yeah, I, I think it, I think you owe it to our listeners to not fucking lie. And this is not <laughs> a, this is not a rare occurrence. What? This happens almost every fucking day after work. And how do I know this? Because I hear it on the phone. <laughs> no, no, no. That's yes, just interference. It's like tunnels, <laughs> satellite interference. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely not. Definitely not. It's you deep-throating chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, well, um, that's fake news. So, so yeah, don't listen to her. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so, about, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, what about you? What are your sort of guilty pleasures? I'd like, um, I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of a teen drama. I love, okay. Yeah, so, like, sometimes, like, if, if I... When I'm feeling particularly kind to myself, which doesn't happen very often, I will like sit down and like binge watch, like a, like a, a teen drama. I just I just love them. That teen dramas. I bloody love Love Island. I don't watch any other reality shows, but I love Love Island. And people, whenever I tell people this, they always give me that same fucking expression, like, ugh. It's like, well, you obviously haven't watched it because it's funny as shit, and. Uh, Wow. yeah and yeah it's but it's it's just like it like like sometimes you need brain dead television and that's yeah, what that's what love island is for me that's what these teen dramas are for me now another thing that i used to do as a kid and i don't know if you'd call it a, a guilty pleasure or just like me being real fucking weird but i used to watch <laughs> okay I, I used to watch tv like i'm thinking of things that like used to like really make me happy okay i don't know i don't think i've ever told you this before so i used to i used to watch tv and you know kids elmer's glue right it's not a glue stick but it's like no glue. i have no like, idea what that is okay so elmer's glue is like white glue hang let me find a picture like pretty stick no it's um it's like a sticky it's like a yeah it's like a sticky white glue like liquid like pva uh i don't know what that is pva glue like standard craft glue in any sort of crash um, like kids glue like non-toxic yeah like P- yeah pva glue yeah like school glue hang on let me find yeah school glue and you right. get those little like um oh like little spades with the flexible and you can sort of like oh no put like on the back that yeah we call it pva school okay glue, yeah. so, so anyway so i used to take elmer's glue right this is the this is the, the, the yeah. standard right so i used to watch tv i'd get the elmer's glue <laughs> And I would pour it into my hands and I'd like rub my hands and let them dry. Okay. And then <laughs> when it dried, like I sit there and I'd be like really excited. And then when it wow. dried, and then when it dried, I'd peel it off. <laughs> wow. Wow. So did you keep these sort of records? Like it sounds like you're a forensic scientist in the making. <laughs> no, I would 
literally just peel peel the peel the glue off, put it in the trash, and that was job done. But I were really, your pores I, really clean? I really enjoyed it. I mean, I guess I guess my my palm pores were very clean. But yeah, I was like like just thinking about that now. Like I was, I was like I hadn't thought about that in ages. How much is you have no fingerprints? <gasps> you literally like oh look, it's only two ninety nine. Well, maybe that's a, another on the rocks in the so, future. So yeah, so next time we record. I'm going to put glue on my hands, let it dry, and then peel it off. And then what you try and do is like, obviously, you, you know, you try and peel off like a really big piece. Fuck me. I can't believe I just admitted this. Wow. <laughs> You're looking at, I thought every kid did this. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, of no, course. <laughs> I guess not. Maybe so, we let the listeners decide. They can, they can sort of tweet I don't know. In. Maybe this is an American thing. Let's hope it's an American thing. I mean, I that, would, that would say a lot about the state of the world if all the Americans were doing this. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I quite fancy getting myself some glue. It's like, it's like self-care. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything like, I, I, you know, your turn, my turn. Um, anything weird like that? I mean, very weird like that. Like <laughs> That's like on um, another level of weird. This is kind of vaguely linked to the football manager. Um, before we used to speak so often on the way to work, and if I had no one to talk to, I, I sometimes would opt to sort of like, <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying this either, but like if I had like a pretty successful time on football manager, I might sort of in my head like plan out like if I was a real manager press conference, <laughs> like in my imagination, like, oh, we had a really good game today, oh, sign in. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Not. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, it's not quite the level of like, um, like wearing a shirt. But yeah, I, I remember thinking like, okay, so like, almost bring the yeah, the, the make believe into my sort of. I mean, commute. It wasn't when I was a kid. It was like, obviously, I don't do it anymore. You know, psh, well, yeah. no, you don't have time because you're just talking to me. That was so like ten years. That was so like ten years ago. So, so yeah. Yeah, that makes it okay. Yeah, it's exciting. It's like I said, it has its hold over me. It's fantastic. People will people will empathize more with me than your fucking glue hands. Well, yeah, of course they will. Of course they will, because most of the people who are listening to this podcast right now are men. We love our data. We, we're able to like look at the data of, of the podcast, and um, we are a dudes podcast at the moment. So we're a very heavily dudes podcast, heavily a dudes yeah. podcast. So so yeah, no, nobody will. No, everybody will think I'm a fucking sociopath with my goddamn glue hands. And then people are think you're a goddamn hero with your make-believe press conferences in your head I mean, on the train. No, not train, car. I wouldn't do that on the train. No, 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 no. That's too public. It's got to be in the car, confined to my car. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, I said, no, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought that these were just things that you were thinking in your head. These are things, like, you're actually, like, speaking out loud. No, um, no, I guess. Thinking oh, Simon, sort of... you what? are. You're totally like you're totally driving in the car and giving speeches. You... No, no, I'm not. No, no you no. are. No, you totally were. You totally were. Yes, 100%. You were. Oh my God. No, what a, what yeah. a dweeb. <laughs> mm, yeah, all right. All right. You did, didn't you? Yeah. No, no. Yes. No, not at all. Oh, you're the most embarrassing <laughs> person I've ever known. I still love yeah. you. Yeah. But you're pretty fucking yeah. embarrassing. Thanks, sticky Erica. Yeah. <laughs> old glue hands. <laughs> old, old glue hands. <laughs> just let you just sit 
they're like this watching TV. Yeah, I can't think of anything like that as a kid though. Um, no. But you, but you were a normal kid. Like you were a normal kid. Mm. You had like I think you probably had like friends and like did kid things. Like I was, you know, I was like a forty-five-year-old in a six-year-old's body. So. Yeah. I mean, uh, all the stories I hear, I, I can concur that, that Erica was a 45-year-old, six-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who knew me when I was six knew that I was, yeah, I was a bit odd. But look at what you've grown into. <laughs> I mean, it's something a lot more dramatic, you saying these things whilst with a glass of wine. I a know. Lot more. Like if, I, if I was talking a lot with my can, I think I would look a lot more cool, whereas you, you'd be pulling off a very suave and sophisticated um yeah look with the wine glass and 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 you know like i i quickly that's going down i know i know it's like you and your and i mean that's your second can of cider are you gonna have another one i've only got one left but i've got some alternatives in there do it do it it is school night so i've got to be careful school schmool you've had a you've had a day You've had a day. I've had a day. I've had a yeah. day. We need we need yeah, like, to, we need to see some more tanked up Simon. But I, I can't be in, in work with sunglasses looking like a rock star. Like, what's going on? I'm like, nothing. Turn off the light. But basically, my, my, my drinking story started when I went to uni, like we've discussed before. Like I grew up with really bad alcohol, you know, from my dad. Um, went to uni thinking like I don't like booze. Went to uni and then I remember being at this party and having this like you know probably about half the size of this glass and it was like a cocktail of wine rum vodka like basically like a dirty pint but like in this thing and, and like not really tasting it but necking it back anyway and sort of i had realized i had this amazing ability to neck drinks without having to worry about the taste almost and getting violently violently drunk leaving the party about half past 10 it's the only other time i've, I've passed out and I woke up the following morning and didn't know what the fuck had happened. So I wake up, right, in this in my bedroom. And I notice on the floor and it's just vomit everywhere. And I'm like, okay, okay. Because this, this is looking, you know, a bit spooky, but what's going on? Um, I'm still wearing my clothes. And, and then I, I can't find the keys to my room. And I, it's one of those self-closing doors. And I was like, I had to sort of find the key. And I found it buried in my underpants drawer. For some reason right okay that makes sense <laughs> of course it does and then i sort of get up and i'm a bit like Ooh, take some paracetamol water you know perfect hangover cure and it transpires as the night went on so I, I left the party very early went back went to bed fell asleep but i have no memory of this but someone one of our friends came to our our flat and was seeing where everyone was and i apparently opened my door went out to the front door opened that door and told her to fuck off <laughs> and then closed the door in her face nice and went back to bed i have no recollection of this it's the That's only time awesome. i've ever done anything drunk and you know had no memory of it everything else i've got a pretty good memory or hold of like what happened yeah but yeah that was pretty fun yeah awesome <laughs> well you know what? i look forward in future you know seeing drunk simon Well, that was a very um, cool episode. Yeah. It went all over the place. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is very much, this is very much, it's it's like the listeners are sort of a part of our normal conversations that we have every day. Um, this mm. is, this is how it happens. It's just, 
you know, we do talk about weird stuff. Now, I guess to sort of go back to sort of what we were talking about this morning, um, I sort of posted on it, you know, on the Instagram stories. And I know that by the time this episode comes out um, next week, that the Instagram stories may be forgotten about. But this morning we were talking about like creating a children's book sort of based on our story um, of how we met and everything and, you know, trying to make an irreverent children's book. And so we were thinking like, oh, animals, right? Um, that's always a safe bet, a story about animals. And so we were trying to think of what's, you know, Simon asked a brilliant question, like who is the sick note of the animal world? basically to, to be the Simon and so we came to the consensus that you know the animal is a sheep because they're they, uh, they just they're just fucking rough they're just rough and uh and, and so so yeah so Simon's character in this book would be a sheep for well sure. I, I think that do you reckon I I, I don't know whether uh, I wouldn't mind bringing other potential um sad animals sad pathetic animals into the mix yeah to the part I mean a pigeon for me because I had you know when you see like you know, city street pigeons, they've always got like gammy feet and gammy legs. And, you know, and, and I think given my gammy leg, it would be quite an interesting comparison. Yeah, I guess, I guess it's just kind of thinking like, how would a pigeon fit in this children's story? I feel like a sheep would probably be a bit better. Yeah, I, I guess we've got to worry about that later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so we've got to establish like, we have to establish what animals our characters are. Um, what would yours be? No, I was thinking like mine would probably be like a, uh, like a, a an asshole cat who like thinks it needs like so super independent and just a bit of an arrogant shit, but is actually like super duper needy and just like wants a nice cuddle. Like I think that's probably, yeah, that probably like just kind of sums me up as an animal. Um, nice. I mean, I mean, I was thinking about like maybe bugs and you said you vetoed bugs didn't you because bugs are interesting like you've got this all sorts of insects who can like yeah bugs you know, are grow back limbs and 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 you know but i think you know if we're going for like standard animals i don't know i have to think about it yeah so if anybody has any ideas of a sort of a suitable animal <laughs> for the <Thanks>. simon character <laughs> yeah yeah who, who walks with a permanent limp um yeah definitely great My, definitely. My, my my pimp limp, pimp limp, yeah, <laughs> pimp limp, yeah, pimp life, <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. So that pimp life catching up to you. That's for it, sure. Yeah. So. <laughs> so yeah, so well, that has been this episode of Drunk Logic on the Rocks. Thank you for joining us on our weird, thank you, wandering conversation, and uh, and we'll see you, we'll see you soon. <laughs>